Who let the dogs out? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Spacebot, by Mike Tui. A Paula Wiseman book, published by Simon and Schuster, Books for Young Readers. Spacebot is a story about an alien robot dog that lands in the backyard of a house and spurns a dog to play with kitchen appliances. The story is written like Derek Zoolander got a chance to write a book. Will the Earth Dog find someone to play with? Let's find out. The story opens on a dog sleeping in the backyard of his house, and there's a strange light way up in the sky. Then you go inside the house and realize you are in a world that is the exact same as the classic movie, The Brave Little Toaster. All of the kitchen appliances are looking at each other nervously, saying they feel strange. Really? Because I would say a microwave talking is what's strange. The dog wakes up to see the bright light is getting bigger, screaming right at him. The dog is scared shitless as the light comes to settle hovering right above him. And the book states, quote, Pup won't go. UFO! End quote. The alien ship finally lands and opens its doors. What's inside? It's a robot space dog. And the dog is happy. He thinks he has a friend just like him. But the robot dog walks right by him like a hot girl at a bar, as if he doesn't exist. He tries to bark at the robot, but it keeps walking. Try catcalling next time. I hear that works. The kitchen appliances come around the corner, and they are ecstatic to see the robot, like a bunch of groupies. The kitchen appliances welcome the robot in, because it's just like them. Sounds a little close-minded. And the dog sits there with his head down, dejected and sad, because he's left out. What a horrible click. They couldn't include him? This robot must be Chris Angel, because all it has to do is point up to the sky and the kitchen appliances are able to fly around like they are Peter Pan in Never Never Land. And the kitchen appliances rub it in, flying around the dog, yucking it up. The robot tells them time is up, and the appliances fly back inside the house like the loyal minions that they are. And the dog was left out of all the fun. He tried to join, but he couldn't fly. He's better off without those soulless appliances. And the robot, quote, walks by pup, climbs on up, end quote, again, and gets back into the spaceship. But before the hatch closes on the ship, the robot gives the dog a crumb and throws out a red glowing ball at the dog. I'd bat that thing right back at the ship, play some hot potato with it. That could be a bomb. But instead of doing that, the dog catches it and ends up putting it on his nose for no good reason. Maybe he wants to die. Well, the red ball on his nose causes him to fly, too. Finally, the dog gets a taste. This whole story must be a roundabout way to rewrite Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and why he can fly. And the story ends with the alien ship heading to the moon, probably to see the craters. And everyone tells the robot to come back soon. What's the moral here? Because I have absolutely no clue. 
There was a little too much going on. Did it have to do with finding people who look like you? Because that seems wrong. Did it have to do with being open to new technology? Or is it just saying good things come to those who wait? Who the fuck knows? Maybe if Mike didn't write this book like an ignoramus, I would know. Though I have to give him credit for the rhymes. And if you're going to make a mistake, it's always better to go with less words than more. Mike's pictures were great and definitely mimicked the brave little toaster. They had distinctive colors and were reminiscent of the 1950s views of space travel. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.1. I'll have a heap and helpin', then look at my plate. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.